Hello, sexies. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play, and I am Taylor Sparks, your host and sex goddess for the evening. We are here for the purposes of educating, entertaining, and informing you in all areas of sexuality, sexual health, kink, relationships, and the business of sex. I am so excited as I am every week with a new guest. But before I bring her on, let me tell you a little bit about her. Bridget Malloy, owner of uh, Bridget's Botanicals, is a Denver-based natural product wellness and education company focused on women's sexual health and well-being. Each product has been formulated with luscious, sustainable source organic botanicals. CEO and founder Bridget Malloy started Bridget Botanicals in 2014. And for nearly 15 years, Bridget has worked to connect people to our planet and personal well-being through the power of plants, especially those for sexual vitality. She has worked with women to discover and rediscover and feel empowered in their sexuality as a sexual well-being consultant and has helped increase sexual vitality with botanicals through products, coaching and education programs. She has studied molecular biology, pharmacology, women's sexual health, and herbalism around the world. Bridget holds degrees in molecular biology from CU Boulder and has completed graduate coursework at Harvard and Georgetown in pharmacology and medicinal chemistry. Bridget, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So glad to be here today. Oh my God, brains and body too. Is there anything <laughs> more wonderful than a gorgeous woman with a smart ass brain? I love this. Oh my God, anyone that could sit through master's and graduate coursework, I applaud because I, I think I have some kind of undiagnosed ADD or ADHD or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely took quite some time. I, I left both of those graduate programs and then finally I... I think I was at like four different graduate schools before I finally graduated. Just oh, okay. around and <laughs> you know, just exploring and seeing, you know, what what's my jive? What do I what do I want to learn and what's the right path for me? So, mm -hmm, so yeah, mm -hmm. I, I love it. I love learning. So how did you even like get into molecular biology and then and then be becoming a you know certified in herbalism as an herbalist and like it's it's kind of the same, but not really, but it's kind of interconnected and you know, we're all on the same mm -hmm. planet, so everything is connected clearly. But oh, what, yes. what <laughs> where did you start this this journey? Yeah, I so I mean, honestly, in my backyard when I was little, we had herbs and we always drank herbal tea. And mm. you know, I just always loved science and kind of exploring the natural world, but also like, well how does it, I was one of those annoying kids, like, how is it happening? Like, why? So, okay. <laughs> with going deep into the science of it, I found molecular biology as my major in college. Mm -hmm. And just love the, I'm, I just love all those mechanisms. And like, how is something actually working? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, blending it with my passion for plants and nature, I realized there's this whole field of medical herbalism and pharmacology and ethnopharmacology, which looks at, you know, plants and their pharmacology pathways, like how is it working in the body? Yes. So, yeah, I just, you know, started to kind of go down this spiral path of looking at, well, what, what are these plants doing? Or how do mm -hmm. they actually work? So it kind of blended all together. 
but not expectedly. So Okay. Yeah. And, and so you go down the path of the molecular biology and then you go down the herbalism path and then you you leaped over to pharmacology? <laughs> well, not, well, it's not yeah. a big leap, actually. It's a small step over. It's not a big divide. But then yeah, I mean, I'm trying to figure so, out how we get to women's health, where we started. Do we start with the herbs and then molecular or do we start with pharmacology and then herbs? Right. And- so I was kind of all over. I've always been an all over the place person. Um with just to finish, I guess, on the molecular biology and how it connects to herbs. I, in my senior year of college, I took a garden arts class. Okay. And hey. in yeah. that, because, <laughs> you know, my garden growing up, I was always like, oh, I love gardening. And um, in that class, I did a final project about designing an integrative health center. And it had these like herb gardens for the different physiology, physiological mm-hmm. systems in your body. And um, within that, I started looking at these different herbs and more in depth from my science perspective of, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, this is this is like a real field. Yes. <laughs> it's not just like tea and it's like all lovely. It's actually like there's a lot to it. And um, so I actually studied that year after or I guess the summer after I graduated, I studied in Italy botanical medicine where where in Italy were you I was all over but I was (laughs) (laughs) so Bridget okay so tell me you were you went to Italy and were you just picking up flowers off the ground what what where were you what where were you in Italy all over and what were you studying like was it short courses or long courses what happened yeah so I actually was studying with Bastyr University. They're one of the naturopathic universities here in, it's in Washington State um, in Seattle. And, (laughs) or I guess outside of Seattle, but anyways, so I studied with them in Italy. And I also put a couple of weeks on the front end and the tail end of that trip. So I could just go have fun in Italy and explore. Nice. uh, Yeah, we did. It was all a field class and medical herbalism so how do these different plants work and where do they grow whether the habitats of them whether they're latin names and then we also went to a ton of different herb gardens which of course i was super excited about i'm sure (laughs) yeah so it was i mean literally all over the place we went to cole cole pardo and sensei pulcro and Salerno, all these little towns all over the place. Yes. How long were you there? So I was in Italy for about a month and studying. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we got the herbalism around the world and the pharmacology and we got the molecular biology and then mm-hmm. women's sexual health. <laughs> yeah. So this one actually started... My sophomore year of college, I became mm-hmm. a consultant selling sex toys and had done that for about 15 years. I've dwindled off quite a bit um, in the last few years to focus on my um, botanical business. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. my mom actually is a pelvic floor specialist, um, physical therapist. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So she always always was telling us, you know, do your Kegels, 
and masturbate and like what nice. yep so very empowering mother and so my whole life I kind of grew up just being like oh yeah this is normal and I always talk to to my friends about like oh yeah you need to learn how to masturbate like see what you like so you can tell your partner um so that kind of came along earlier on and then in college when I went to a party I was just like oh my god I should do this because I love talking about sex I love talking about you know the impact of different things on your mm-hmm, sex mm-hmm. health so did that I've been doing that for a, a long time and when let's see how, how long I is long say... you sound awfully young <laughs> <laughs> you look awfully young like like you just got out of school like two years ago you know <laughs> four yeah. years ago you were a sophomore how how, how how long have you been this long <laughs> so 15 years um i just started it was my 15 year anniversary i guess in in february for, for being in that yeah so, so you were 10 when you started Yep. No. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> no. um, I'm 34 now. So throw it Ten, out yeah. there. Same and, thing. Yeah, 10, exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it was kind of fun when I was uh, doing it. I It was actually a real, there was a pivotal point in college. I actually went down to South America and I was all excited to go see the rainforest. I was backpacking. Um, okay. And I, I had a traumatic experience down there and was attacked by about six, six men. And it was oh, no. super, yeah, it was super intense. And um, I fortunately actually used doing my parties as a way of learning how to communicate through trauma and also mm-hmm. re- help myself kind of reconnect and say like, yeah, this I'm going to turn like this experience into a passion for like becoming more empowered and helping yeah so I mean that's kind of where where I got even more passionate about it and empowering women and helping people through different experiences and Mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. just got super into like well what's the you know what are aphrodisiacs and what plants can actually help guide people through through these experiences but also even if they're just something like stressed or overworked moms and or maybe they have a disability or they're you know there's um different there's so many different things that can happen down there (laughs) so like what are the different plants that can assist you basically to help you feel good Yes, yes, yes. Well, I am happy that you have survived, that you did survive. And it sounds not only physically, but uh, emotionally and spiritually, the, the, that trauma. And mm-hmm. um, and then turn that into something that could help other women. And when I, you know, I love your site, um, by the way, it's beautifully done. And it's very uh, welcoming to every, you know, to any and everybody that that looks at it. And when I look at you know, some of the products that you have on your shop, you know, you have the women's health, mm-hmm. the sexual vitality, the, you know, the well-being and the travel and, you know, my organic love it. You know, I'm not I started before I had organic love and I started my business developing products. I'm, my background is in um, holistic aromatherapy. Yeah, I I used yeah, I used to do I used to have a whole line of products for elite endurance athletes, but I'm 
I don't have to mm. pretend to be an athlete anymore. Now I can just be my own sex <laughs> goddess self and talk about yeah. pussy, which is what I'd rather do. So some <laughs> of the um, products that you developed, some of them are tinctures to be taken orally. Yes. Yes. And then um, you have soaking salts and I see sage and bath florals and, mm -hmm. of course, a lubricant. We want to talk about that, that lubricant. Oh, yeah. And a peri and <laughs> menopause. Do you ship out of the country by chance? I haven't started that yet. I would love to because okay. I've been getting a couple inquiries and I just have to figure out how do I do that? I have no idea. <laughs> so, yeah. A trade. Yeah. Uh, whatever it's called. I don't even know the trade business people with the state. And I'm like, how do I do it? So, yeah. And oh. because everything is plant-based and no chemicals, it may, you may not need to, you may just, it's, it's flowers. You know what I mean? It is flowers. Yeah. Yeah. It, I like it, it. <laughs> it, it may not be necessary. So tell me if, when you look at your women's health line, mm -hmm. um, is there one thing you know, I, well, I know there's more than one thing, but um, which of out of these products do you have a favorite? Like which one was like one of these you developed first and what was the process in getting these developed? Was mm. there something that you were like, this is the one that's going to be? <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's, oh, can I do two? Yes, you can do two. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> um, so the Frolic Bitters, was actually my very first product and the because I make herbal cocktail bitters mm -hmm. and that was because of studying in Italy they use bitters all the time for digestion but I was like how about a bitters for sexy time because it's an mm -hmm. aphrodisiac yes so, yeah so frolic is one of my favorites because it's super fun it's usable in all kinds of drinks or you can put it in frosting just like a vanilla extract and then my other favorite is the lubricant. So lovely. And I just freaking love it. It's super, super luxurious and nice. Mm. And I went through so many, you know, there's so many lubricants on the market. Um, yes. There's definitely some good ones for sure. But mm -hmm. there's no regulation in the no. lubricant market. So I wanted something that I could, you know, if I use too much, I'm not like, oh, what do I do with this? Just wipe it on the sheets. No, I wanted mm -hmm. to like wipe it on my skin and like hydrate myself nice. or like massage it into my partner. Um, so it, ha it, it has a base of coconut oil, I yep. see. And it yes. has uh, rose oil. It's actually, so I infuse. extract. So I actually infuse all of the petals. So I actually have rose petals and vanilla, mm -hmm. like actual vanilla beans. Um, mm -hmm. That's the most expensive part of the product. <laughs> it is, yes. I and know. then, yeah, and then shatavari root. So I actually infuse all of the oils with those raw botanicals, and then we do the extraction process and press it. Um, so it's actually those oils infused. Wonderful. Yeah. So, so what does what is the benefit of shatavari root for those of for those who are not herbalists or aromatherapists? <laughs> yeah. So it is actually a fantastic women's health herb in particular. It helps with the reproductive organs um, of the, like the vagina. So it's toning to okay. the tissues. It's great for the uterus. 
Um, it has some different phytochemicals in it that are that are good for that toning and tightening process. Okay. Um, and when I say tightening, by the way, it's not like vagina tightening. Like you might think of like a tightening cream. It mm-hmm. doesn't do that. <laughs> I'm okay. talking more about like the tissue itself is become kind of like if you do a facial, you know, it's like you want to tighten the pores. Okay. So, yes, yes. It, so it's just helping to nourish those vaginal tissues and their reproductive tissues. Um, it's also actually hormone balancing as well. Oh, I so, didn't know that. Yeah. So it's been used in Ayurvedic medicine for thousands of years as a strong hormone regulator. Mm-hmm. Now, because it is infused into the oils, it loses just a little bit. It's not mm-hmm. as effective as taking, say, like a tincture of shatavari. Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah, hormone regulating. And then it's also taken, it kind of looks like a trying to think it looks like a ton of carrots all together if you were to pull it out of the ground okay so yeah (laughs) so I love I like to tell people also about the shape because of the um when you think about like the shape of a plant sometimes it correlates to our body parts like what it's good for yes so yeah so I like to think about how it's a good sexual enhancer as well and aphrodisiac so it helps with um just in general, helping feel in the mood and sexy and meant for some fun time down there. Was it fun? Yeah. <laughs> did you just say some fun time down there? You didn't say down okay. there, did you? You can say pussy on here. Land. In your pussy. <laughs> you say, you can, it's okay. We say pussy here. We say pussy and dick and I'm going to fuck Perfect. you with my heels on and all, all that. Ooh, all. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Girls, it's a reggae song. The woman who wrote it is now doing Christian songs, which is, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. Huh. Very interesting. <laughs> so one of the other ones that I saw, so I'm post-menopausal. <laughs> uh-huh. And I yeah. was, and I know a lot of women that are going through, you know, pre or perimenopause or in the middle of menopause. And tell me about some of the things that you have that you offer for them for menopause. Mm-hmm. I saw your hormone harmonies, botanical extract and there are others. Yeah. So tell me about those and what, you know, how those are formulated and what made you decide to do those. And yeah. So, and actually let's uh, jump off from the lubricant because that one is designed for also, it is great for vaginal dryness. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things from the root is it actually is very lubricating. So it helps with vaginal dryness too. Wonderful. So yeah. And, you know, vitamin E is in the lubricant as well. And that has a lot of great, um, in the right dilution, but mm-hmm. that has a lot of good effects as well for vaginal dryness, which, you know, as your estrogen levels drop and there's all sorts of things that happen during menopause and then post-menopause, mm-hmm. there's atrophy and your pussy gets all, <laughs> a little sad. But, yeah, um, <laughs> did you say sad? little bit sad at times so you want to like give it some attention you know like make sure you're still using it make sure because a lot of people might say like oh sex hurts now so they'll just stop having sex yes um 
So as long as you actually keep giving it attention and like nourish it and hydrate it, that will be very helpful. Hydration is so important. I tell a lot of women a lot, like how much water are you drinking during the day? Start from the inside and making sure things. And I saw on here with one of your kids, I think it was, you had, um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Was it the pounce powder that has (laughs) maca in it? Oh yeah, pounce powder. Yes, with maca. So I've been using maca I use it all through my perimenopause, all through menopause, and I still use it. And I highly recommend it um, as mm-hmm. well because it it helps bring your juices back naturally. <laughs> yes, yeah. And it and so you've blended the the pounce powder with the horny goat weed, which I think is the nice a nice uh, combination. Now, why did you decide to do horny goat weed? Yeah, so horny goat weed actually. Um, So, okay, so maca, one of the things that I started seeing with some of my clients is they wanted to get pregnant and also like, oh, I have to be in the mood as well. Mm -hmm. And not only on the on the women, but, you know, if they have a male partner, it's like, oh, how is their sperm? Exactly. (laughs) So, um, So looking at function of the penis. Horny goat weed actually helps with erectile tissue. And mm-hmm. there's a chemical called, I, oh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, Icarin. Mm. And so it actually helps to inhibit one of the enzymes that actually slows the blood flow. Mm-hmm. So basically it counteracts erectile dysfunction um, and helps allow that blood flow to come more freely into the penis. So I thought, you know, erectile tissue is pretty much the same. The clitoris and the penis are, if you look at a diagram, it's pretty yes. darn similar. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's one started thing. one way and then <laughs> and then divided and turned into a vagina and the other one kept yep. growing and became the penis. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So with that erectile tissue for anyone, um, that sensation and that blood flow was the primary thing. So I thought about blood flow with that horny goat weed of being a beneficial complement to the maca, which helps Mm -hmm. give energy and is also a libido booster and also increases sperm count and Mm -hmm. sperm motility. So kind of a, an awesome package. (laughs) It is. I think that's an amazing collection um, of items you have there. So then we were going to talk about the hormone Harmonies. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so that one has also the shatavari root. And people, by the way, you might have heard me say it both ways, shatavari or shatavari. Just mm-hmm. depends on how you want to call it. Yes. Um, tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the hormone harmonies also has vitex in it, which is probably my favorite hormone balancing botanical. It Ooh, is more great. so than maca. More so than maca. Mostly based, yeah. So the main reason is that I really enjoy the taste of it. Okay. It's kind of this like rosy flavor when you have it in a tincture and or a tea. Okay. And I've I've played with the I always I just love the berries. They're these cute little round berries that you can hold and they're dried out so it comes from a tree they're 
dried out little balls. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved balls. I'm just like, Ooh, they're balls. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> but I think that it's a really nice, it's a great supportive botanical for literally all stages, whether um, for someone who's going through like menstruation or fertility or menopause, all of those stages yes. are well benefited by Vitex. And the other name for it, by the way, it's also known as chaste tree ah, or yeah. chaste berry. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, but. I think that I also really like, there's a lot of science for both of them. I'm seeing a lot more scientific papers coming out about Vitex. And so it's really easy to talk about and mm-hmm. to show like, here's different papers about it. I've also always loved maca though. You know, it's, it is a great one and it's the libido booster. So it <laughs> is good. Is, it's amazing. I tell women, just stick it in your husband's shake. He won't know. Just, just stir it in this coffee or something. He won't know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just give it to him. And it's great with like peanut butter or if you like tahini, um, doing like a sesame type of salad dressing with the maca. Yeah. It's super, super easy because it yeah, it blends well with that flavor. So So. when so I know you also do consults, right? You do um Mm -hmm. women's uh, you do consults for men as well or just or men's health or just only primarily women's health? I'm really for anyone. I honestly do probably I've done men's health a little bit. I don't know as much about the general health and well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for there's so many similarities, but there are mm-hmm. some key differences too with hormones. Yes. Um, but I definitely, you know, sex for all. Yes. <laughs> I can <laughs> so I can definitely do health consultations for anybody, um, however you identify. And so I've mostly worked with women. Okay. Um, but I've certainly worked with a variety of other identities as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. So when so and I, I know this happens to me when someone comes to me with, you know, for a consult and sometimes it's about the toys and sometimes it's about you know, the vagina being dry and trying to help them to understand, you know, to work from the inside out. And, you know, then of Mm -hmm. course, you know, we have lubes and toys and this and that, but have you um, run up against or in your consultations that someone comes to you and they've been using, you know, your standard chemical-based lube, like a KY jelly or, or some silicone-based lube and they're having challenges. And then you say, this is why, I mean, when they come to you and you and you ask them, you know, I'm assuming some of the things that they're already using. And do you just say, well, you have to stop using that deer because it's what's drying your pussy out or. <laughs> yes, I do. I've totally been there with a few people. So yeah, because a lot of the, a lot of the lubricants have alcohol bases, mm-hmm. which is not, I'm like, why is it there? I know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, very drying, like just pour some rubbing alcohol on a countertop and it'll evaporate pretty quickly. Exactly. (laughs) It's like super drying. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of irritants as well and or not enough protection. There's like a layer very, I I love oils. I know they're not, um, it is not condom compatible usually. So that's the biggest thing to note. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but well, the, the oil, with, they're not with latex, but the, you can use it with, with the latex. non you can use it with the non latex condoms. That is true. Yeah, yeah. very good point. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, so sometimes I'm just like, oh, what are you using? Okay, let's see. And putting it gently, of course, because maybe that's not the reason. Um, but I do like to always suggest organic and like always have teas and what's your diet like? How are your ex- how's your exercise? So mm-hmm. just really that holistic picture. Um, and like, what are, what's your communication style? I think that's also a big one too. Cause if you don't talk with people about how you feel or figure out how to navigate communicating your needs, I think that that can cause also a lot of internal turmoil meaning affects your health. Meaning that when you're talking to the client, you're asking them what's their communication style. Yeah. Okay. So, so because something I have found is that a lot of people just don't know how to talk to their partner, for example, Mm -hmm. about what they, about what they want or like how to tell them like, Ooh, this is a fantasy of mine. Or maybe they just, um, they might also have a past trauma and it's like, if the partner touches them a certain way, they won't really communicate like why or how they might recoil or turn away from that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I feel like that communication bottled up can also lead to different health, just in general, like some different health issues as well. You're holding in, holding in everything and not, not talking about it. Yes. It's just, it's, it's a lot of uh, stress and people not standing in their truth and thinking, I think so many of us think that they're, there may be something wrong with us because we like things a certain way or like our sex a certain way. And this like, you know, don't yuck on other people's yum and everything is okay. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, consensual. And mm-hmm. it just amazes me how people go years um, in a sexual relationship with their partners. And not only are they not asking for what they want, they're doing things they don't want to do. Right. Yes. And even especially also if you don't feel like having sex once in a while, that's totally fine. Like oh, tell your partner no. And like, hell no, that's another. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, getting into the like, oh, I kind of that guilt train of like, oh, I should provide this to my partner or I like I should, you know, do this, this or that. Um, getting out of that mindset is is another big key, I think, to to helping people step more into their, this side of feeling sexy. Cause like, you know, you have to generate and create that and see like, how do you best work with mm-hmm. your body? Mm-hmm. And if you're kind of forced or like just doing it out of like, Oh, I should, you know, and it's like, it's fine, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm not really in the mood. Then it just becomes this not very fun activity and you don't look forward to it ever. Well, it beca- yeah, it so. becomes like an activity. It doesn't even, you know, it's almost like a job and who wants, who wants to have a job in bed? Not unless you right. have a job in bed and that's, that's, that's totally different on the business side with the COVID and, you know, and you're, um, you don't have a brick and mortar. You're, you're uh, only online, correct? That is correct. Yep. I've explored a couple of times, but I don't know. Still going back and forth. Okay. But yeah, online right now. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> online is online is, is good. How has everything uh, for the business itself, you know, as COVID 
been a good boost for the business, um, considering you have so many wellness products that could help people, you know, relax and get rid of anxiety and have better sex since they were locked, locked in together. Have you thought, did you see a difference in your business in 2020 based on previous years? And is it still rolling that way or? Yeah, it, things definitely picked up, um, especially with, you know, selling like the, the interest in the sexual vitality products. A lot more people are like, ooh, what's, what's this? What's that? Okay. So that's been, so that's been great. And then certainly um, sleep and anxiety, those two areas have definitely gone up a bit more. So I have, I have products to support those as well. Um, and sales in that area has gone up. But the, the thing that I saw that hit me pretty hard actually was the supply chain. Mm. So botanicals, I used to source most of them from the larger herbal companies that supply herbs to small businesses, mm-hmm. um, maybe some bigger businesses. But a lot of the supply I started to feel like wasn't as great it's great right now. It's back to where it was. Yes. But one of my long-term goals that I had worked towards over the last five years was trying to source more locally in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You work with the uh, Mountain farms. Rose Herbs or? I do. Yep. I so I work them. with them. Love them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are so great. And they're a great. Um, that's who I started working with when I first started my business. Ah, perfect. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. And um, so I do definitely still use them for some of the different botanicals that don't grow in the U.S., but I've actually partnered now with four other small farms that I get a lot of different herbs from that grow here, and they're just like super fresh right out of the ground, you know, in the last couple of months, and um, I'm just so excited because also my grandpa used to be a farmer, and Ah. I, I used to... All my chores growing up, it was like, go weed the gardens and like pull the carrots. So I appreciate, um, I appreciate farmers so much and gardeners. And I was, you know, like, oh, how I should start sourcing from the, from the U.S. It also cuts down the carbon footprint of, of how far that herb has traveled yes. and when was it pulled. So I'm very into the look, trying to look at more sustainable sourcing for those herbs that I can source mm-hmm. locally. And then for those that I can't, I love, um, I love going to the other companies because they do, they do do a great job of making sure things are fair trade and organic. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a blend of, of all kinds of things, but that was the good thing that COVID brought, even though it's more expensive. Yes. <laughs> I finally reached, reached that goal of, of that sustainability reducing my carbon footprint in my product. Yeah. So So I know you also offer um, some courses. So for those of us who are looking to either brush up or expand on our own knowledge of, you know, um, herbs and, and um, I see you have some women's health courses. Tell me about some of the the virtual courses that you're offering. Yeah. So that was the other fun COVID thing is I finally got my online course portal up and running. Because I used to teach all in person and now it's exciting because there's people from all over the place Mm -hmm. showing interest. Yes. So we have to do the same still. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Um, 
so yeah, there's the women's wellness lab and that's mostly like herbs for general women's health and sexual well-being. Mm-hmm. And then there's the specialty course that is my bread and butter that I am super excited about. It's the Aphrodisiac Apothecary Academy. And that is all about herbs to enhance your sexual vitality, sensual well-being and connection with your sexuality like with yourself or with your partner ah and this is new and, yes and with your partner <laughs> this one is new yep okay. so this one's just about to launch so I'm really excited to offer it so tell me a little bit more about the, about that particular course in your uh aphrodisiac and apothecary aphrodisiac apothecary Ooh. yep so I know so we'll dive deeply into several core aphrodisiacs mm-hmm. that I have worked with for the last however long, five or 10 years, and look at recipes, look at fun, fun different things to do with your partner or with yourself. Um, one of them, for example, is like a rose Damiana honey cordial mm-hmm. that you can drink and so tasty. Damiana, I, you know, they call Damiana the Mexican Viagra. Oh, yeah. I love that I one. love Damiana. <laughs> and I haven't had it in so long. And I was just in Mexico a few weeks ago and meant to pick it up mm-hmm. and didn't. I'm like, damn it. I forgot the Damiana. Darn. But I'm good. I know I can find it online. I just need to order some. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it is so good. That's in the sexual vitality that I have and in that frolic bitters. Oh, is um, it? Damiana. Yeah. We, we may oh, have yeah. to get some of that. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but so the course also explores different botanicals for helping address sleep or stress mm-hmm. because those can get in the way of your sexual vitality. Yes. And so like, how can we address I like to call them the bedroom baddies. Mm. They sneak up on you. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. So those, and then also a little section with an intimacy questionnaire that really dives deep into what do you like? What do you want? And then how do you communicate that? And what does your partner want or partners? And what do they like? So that's a fun part of it too. But really it's all about that connecting and pleasure mm-hmm. and there's you know there's a whole pleasure thing like what is the pleasure pleasure physiology of our bodies and how do you tantalize them either manually or mentally or with botanicals yes so all yeah so all sorts of goodies and then we do a little I'm offering a coaching um there's a little coaching like add-on to mm-hmm. it because I want to make sure people are it through, you know, going through the whole course yes. and sharing ideas and feeling empowered and like ready to, to have this fun sexual life and embody that. I know to some people actually, and it's wonderful that it is um, uh, virtual because there, you know, some people in some countries are still locked down and this would give them, you know, something, you know, nice to learn, new to learn. Um, something that's going to last mm-hmm. them a lifetime once they once they have a better understanding of, uh, I you know I think we've just gotten so many people have gotten so far away from using natural things and we're so used to everything just going to the store and picking it up and it being in the bottle and I don't know about you but it's difficult for me to go through any store 
and pick up a bottle of anything for the body or the hair. And the first thing I do is look at the ingredients and go, I'm not buying this. I could make this, you know? <laughs> and yeah. then you're like, I don't want to make it. You know, I just, once you learn to make your own products, you know, you can, it's so, it's so difficult to buy stuff. And I remember when I first, <laughs> I yeah, when I first started making products, because I started out just making basic organic products for the, for the family and it, you know, it launched into a whole business. And, uh, and my mother said like, well, why are you making all this stuff? You know, she called it stuff. I'm like, you better hope I don't learn how to make deodorant because it's on after, <laughs> after this, which uh, I'm like, yeah. deodorant's not really that difficult to make, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty simple, but it's, and then at some point you just don't, you don't, you want to stop buying all the ingredients because you want, you don't want to pay retail for a small jar where you can get it wholesale. But then you have, here you are sitting here with 16 ounces of uh, cocoa butter, shea butter. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Exactly. Then you got, then you, now you need jars and, you know, well, now you need tops and then you need <laughs> labels. And before you know it, you've launched Bridges oh, yeah. Botanical World. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, the whole there's so much stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Exciting. So, do I mean, do you have that same feeling when you go into a store and look at something that's for the vagina or for the hair or for the skin, and you're like, no, that's not good. I could make this better. Oh yeah. Yep. I'm always reviewing. Like, what are these ingredients, or is it maybe a fancy name and it's just a a great um, botanical but it's like some people can't recognize. Um, and sometimes I'm like, what is that? And then I'm like, oh, that just means vitamin E or, oh, that just means this. Yes. But sometimes it's not a good thing. So It's not. I always say, if you can't pronounce it, denounce it. <laughs> yes. I love it. Exactly. Just get rid of that thing. If you can't read it, mm -hmm. you don't need it. I, it doesn't make any sense because it's not like it's not a lot of times. It's not like it's in Latin. It's not the Latin right. word for, you know, for this botanical. It's some chemical mm -hmm. based, something that somebody's made up in a lab. And you're like, no, don't put that in there. Yeah. Like propylene glycol exactly. does not belong in the vagina. I tell people propylene glycol does not belong mm. in the vagina. And I've had, At all. I've had companies, you know, so now being a reseller, there have been times that I've been, you know, looking to bring a certain product on and I go to the website and all the ingredients are not there. So I call the company and I'm like, what, what, you don't have all the ingredients. What else is in this product? Oh, it's this and it's that. And the propylene glycol. I'm like, well, that, that, that's not, that's not good. Oh no, no, no. It's okay. Yeah. It's just a preservative. No, it's not. You know, <laughs> so I try not to oh, argue man. with these people. I just hang up the phone and say, thank you. But I'm like, yeah. That's a big thing is the labeling. I think I'm, yeah, I encourage any of the listeners to really look at labels, what you're buying, because that's just a, a big thing. And people sometimes also, it may not always be on the label even. So research the company, know what you're buying and putting in your body, consuming. So always a good message. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I'm sure the audience has heard me say before that, in this country, in, in the U.S., there's so many chemicals that have been grandfathered in that the FDA considers grass generally regarded as safe. And they are in our products and they 
if if you know it probably would take close to a thousand people to call the FDA to say there's an issue with it before they will take it off the market because we've all heard you know the late night commercial have you or a loved one you know <laughs> and they don't even have to tell you what chemical makeup is in fragrance Mm. By law, they do not have to tell us. Yep. So if you're having breakouts and you're itching, which is why you have the disclaimer, if you have any breakouts or itching, please stop using the product because there's no way for you to know what is that is causing the itch or breakout or whatever is going on or the sting uh, with with the body. So um, mm -hmm. it's, it's not good. Um, we still use chemicals here in this country that have been banned in Europe and Asia. South America and Canada, and they are still in a number of our products here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yikes. Yeah. So you are you are <laughs> correct with regards to reading the label. Well, Bridget, it has been just amazing talking to you, and I'm so happy to have finally connected with you. And I'm going to get on the site, and well, I'm already on the site, but I'm going to go back to I'm going to go back to the site again. And I encourage my audience to also go to her site. But I wanted to thank you for being here with me today. Well, thank you. This was super fun and just such a an honor to be on the show. So thank you for reaching out, well, Taylor. No, no, thank you, love. Tell us again, when will the new um um when will it be available on your site so it is going up on monday okay. so at the latest but that'll be yeah it starts on the 21st of, of so april people can okay yep of april so it'll start pretty soon and there's it'll have rolling um rolling admit i guess admit, i want to say admission. right right i know what you mean yeah <laughs> enrollment yes <laughs> um but but basically it's a six-week program so every six weeks it'll reopen just so that I can have a chance to work with that solid yes. people take them through that journey and then it'll start again Perfect. so it'll always be up um but yeah I mean it could be up as soon as today but we'll see if I get my chicks lined up in a row. <laughs> that's good well for all of our listeners um if you want to stay up with bridget you could definitely visit her website at bridgetsbotanicalworld.com and of course we will have the links on our page and you can also be sure to follow her on instagram and facebook also at bridget's botanicals and of course me if you want to stay up with sisters of sexuality our site is sistersofsexuality.com feel free to email me with any questions or questions for any of our guests and i will forward it on to sisters of sexuality at gmail.com and of course you can find us on all social meters at sisters of sexuality and me taylor sparks my own personal site is at organic lovin l-o-v en.com as well as all social media and if you like today's show please like share and subscribe and of course support until next time stay sexy bye bye organic lovin for the bodies you love to love how do people describe you are you curious playful maybe sensual adventurous how about open-minded the truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. 
We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic lovin' for her, for him, for you, for the bodies you love to love. Visit organiclovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N dot com.